Jack wakes to the slam of the front door. It's Michael, home from a party down the street. For a moment he's perturbed at his older son for the noise, for not considering anyone else in the house. It's the type of thing Claire shrugs off as typical teenage behavior, but still, it irks Jack. He glances at the digital clock on the nightstand. It's Saturday night for one more minute. At least Michael got Celeste home and made his curfew. He must have realized the noise he made because afterwards the dark house falls silent once again. Jack rolls closer to his sleeping Claire and drifts back to sleep. The second time he doesn't look at the clock right away because he's so focused on listening for what woke him again. Voices. Not one, but two distinct voices. Michael's and Celeste's. Celeste, who shouldn't be there. It's the whispers and giggles that did it. Had they carried on at a normal volume, Jack probably would have slept right through it, but somehow the fact that they're trying not to be heard has guaranteed that they will be. He grabs his robe and at the top of the stairs stops to listen. They're in the family room, that much is clear. It's also clear from the sway in their speech that they're drunk. Even as he starts to fume about that, he's grateful that at least Michael had the common sense not to drive Celeste home. And even as he prepares to interrupt them and read them the riot act, he's already thinking about the logistics of the rest of the night, whether to wake Claire or do this alone, whether to call Celeste's dad now and have him pick her up, or whether to drive her home himself and talk to her dad once he gets there. He starts down but stops when he hears Celeste. Shh, shh, I think I hear someone. Michael doesn't respond, at least not loud enough to hear. Mike, stop, she says and giggles. I mean it. I think someone's coming. I hope so, his sixteen-year-old son mumbles, and Jack's about to freak. Suddenly the drinking seems like the least of his concerns. His next footstep is purposely a loud one, and now they're scrambling, repositioning themselves, and grasping for discarded clothes. It's all Jack can do not to go down right away but he has no idea what state of undress they're in, and though he'd love to embarrass Michael, he deserves it and so much more right now, he doesn't want to do that to Celeste. All he can think is, what the hell are you thinking, Michael? He thought his son was smarter than this. He really believed Michael would make it to adulthood without doing something too stupid. Now he realizes how naive he was, how easily anything could happen on his watch. He's ready to lock Michael in the house until he's eighteen or twenty-one would be even better. Yet even as he has these thoughts, he can hear Claire. This is the age most people do their stupid stuff. Should leave the rest unsaid. Are you decent? He calls down, voice level. Michael responds with a cold, Yeah. In the family room, Jack flips on a light and takes in the scene. Celeste's long hair looks as if she just stepped out of bed and her blouse is buttoned wrong. Michael's t-shirt covers the waist of his jeans, but Jack is pretty sure they're unzipped. Celeste's dark eyes are wide with fear. As much trouble as Michael is in at this moment, her Catholic dad is ten times stricter than Jack and Claire. She's not so worried about what Jack will say or do. She's already thinking about what will happen when she gets home. Jack glares at Michael, and Michael glares back, making Jack even angrier. He turns to Celeste. Go to the bathroom and put yourself together, and then I'm taking you home. She nods apologetically and jumps up. 
When she does, an earring falls to the floor. She sheepishly bends down for it and then takes off, staggering, for the half-bath in the front hall. To Michael, Jack says, Don't you move. I'll be back in a minute, and then we'll have a little talk. You got it? Michael regards him without answering, still defiant. Did you hear me? Louder this time. Slowly Michael nods, and Jack leaves the room to put on some real clothes and find his keys.